0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.
1: Okay, you guys, so I have to tell you about Buffy. And no, I'm not talking about the Vampire Slayer, though this Buffy might help you slay a solid night's sleep. So it's these super amazing comforters that are better for you and the earth. They use skin-friendly eucalyptus fabric, fluffy fill made from 100% recycled water bottles. I just got mine delivered and it is literally the softest, best comforter I've ever had. It literally has over 11,000 reviews. Customers agree it is the softest, fluffiest comforter they've ever had, as I just said. Buffy is made from plant-based fabric and is ultra breathable to keep you at a comfortable temperature all year round, no matter if it's hot, Or cold, this is the perfect comforter for you. The outside shell is 100% eucalyptus fiber, a unique material that's softer than cotton and naturally soothes skin. This comforter is also hypoallergenic. Buffy's thoughtful materials and construction shuts out. Dust, mold, and mites, preventing nighttime breathing of harmful allergens. The inside fill of each comforter is made with 100% recycled BPA free water bottles that are transformed and given a second life as a soft, fluffy fiber. It feels even softer than down while keeping approximately 50 bottles out of landfills and oceans. So you're like sleeping comfortably and saving the earth, basically. Buffy also believes bedding is personal, so they offer a complimentary trial. Try a comforter in your own home for 30 days. If you don't love it, just simply return it for free. And right now for $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co, enter code Sheena. You are going to love this comforter just like I do. And again, that's Buffy.co, enter code Sheena for $20 off your first Buffy comforter. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. All right, and we're back. I'm in town for like all of, what, Janet, what is it, like 48 hours we're here? Five minutes. Yeah, but um, my voice has come back a little bit. It was gone last week. It was gone even more the week before, but we're back. So last night, I fell down a rabbit hole (laughs) on YouTube watching old episodes of Making the Band, the original season. And in my opinion, the only season that actually really mattered (laughs) because my guest here sitting next to me today is Eric from O Town. What's up? Hey,
2: hey, hey. How are you? How Was it a long fall into it, the rabbit hole? It was
1: about 4 a.m. when I looked up and I was like, I should go to bed.
2: Yeah, yeah but I, would have, I would have said go to bed.
1: There yeah. were just like, it wasn't even, I don't even know if I was really watching the full episodes. Because it was like episode one, like part one. But then it was like part two and it was just like, mm-hmm. was it, were they 30 minute episodes or hour?
2: Uh, it changed. They've changed format a bunch of a bunch of times. But on the internet now, they are fragmented.
1: Okay, so I watched a ton of... <laughs> Fragmented episode okay. last night, but yeah. all the way up until Ikaika came back. But mm. then I think I was like, it, yeah, it was... I was wondering what you
3: were doing. <laughs> I woke up this morning at 7 to text from you at 4.45 with like... Hey, are you Are, awake? are you
1: up? I've, have you seen Making the Band? I'm like, <laughs> what is she doing? Yeah. And I, well, okay, no. Confession, last night I did smoke weed. I haven't smoked weed at home in a couple of months. <laughs> and last night I did.
2: I don't think I've smoked weed and watched Making the Band yet.
1: So. <laughs> you should. It's There's really time. fun. I should probably try it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I had to go, like, dead sober a few months ago for, like, two months. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm, like, kind of, like, easing back into drinking and smoking, but still, like, in very much moderation. Good. Jana and I have been, like, world travelers. We're going to Australia tomorrow. Really?
2: Yes. What's going on? What's the traveling for?
1: Um. Well, the show that I'm on, Vanderpump Rules, is actually very popular in Australia. Yes. So I'm doing like a bunch of press and meetings and interviews and stuff out there. But while I'm out there, I'm like, why don't I bring my girlfriends and make it a fun trip? Oh, yeah. So we're going to pop over to New Zealand.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very green over there. Yeah.
1: Super fun. Always down for a girls trip. Yeah.
2: Well, congratulations and everything. Thank you. You know, we were discussing very briefly before we walked in that We've known each other for years. Yeah. I was know, like, wait. Vanderpump. Do
1: you remember me?
3: I need to hear the story. How do you guys know each other? We went on a date.
2: <gasps> we went on a date, yeah. Oh
3: my God. But it was so long
1: ago. I'm like, I mean, I obviously remember it because I was like, oh my God, I'm going on a date with Eric from O Town. But then we like became friends, but then we didn't talk for so long. And then I was like, does he remember me? Like,
2: I don't know. I've been following you all the way. I mean, you I actually don't, watch every don't follow
1: me. I checked Twitter and Instagram last night, and you don't Ooh. technically follow me. You should me. check
2: your Instagram right now. Oh,
1: okay? so you did it in the last <laughs> Twelve hours, did you? <laughs> well, I thought I was, I was, like, was following no. you already,
2: and then I'm like, well, I'm going to have to like post a picture of us uh-huh. while I'm there, so let me go ahead and follow. So I'm not asking her and then have that awkward moment yeah. where I have to ask you what your Instagram handle right. is. But I am following you. Oh,
3: okay. okay um, I, have, I have to know, was there a kiss on this date?
2: Uh, I, I think – I, was, I think Do were,
1: we need to refresh our memory?
2: <laughs> I, I think Wait, do you was. have a girlfriend? I don't know.
1: Okay, cool. Then I'm gonna flirt with you this whole show. Please. please.
2: <laughs> Se- date
1: number two, right after this. Yeah. You're I, see, I feel like I'm very single.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh wow. Yeah. She's yeah.
1: dating so me mostly, but yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-huh. I thought I thought you were I thought you were in something for a while. Because
1: you stalked my Instagram.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you back after. But please I please just please I want to make sure it does say. That there's a follow back. Because last night when I looked, I was like, hmm, he doesn't follow me. And I like to click follow back instead of just follow. (laughs) It does say follow back, people. Amazing. Are you going to follow him and And dump someone so you you keep it 420? So now I have to unfollow someone.
2: Oh, is that a rule? Yes. I'm very low. I keep keep it at 420. Oh, really? Yes.
3: 420 I have for five
1: years. I refuse to change it. It's just like I'm very OCD and I like the way it looks. Yeah. Even like having 1,162 posts right now, I don't like the way that looks. That number, I just. You got
2: to bump that post up to at least 63, 64. Something
1: like that. Yeah. But our feed is about to be so lit in Australia and New Zealand. Our other girlfriend, Courtney, coming with us is a professional photographer.
2: Mm hmm. It's going to so, be amazing. I mean, the lighting yeah. is just going to be so perfect. For, I can't
1: wait.
3: I can't wait. I'm going to hotel
2: selfies in the morning. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We've already scoped out all of the Instagram hotspots at all of our hotels so that we can get our pictures as soon as we yeah. get
1: there. No, we're recreating so many of these pictures. <laughs> I'm going to hug a koala.
2: Oh, yeah. You got to do like, the whole thing. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe even like, you know, meet an alligator and stuff.
1: Maybe I see. I've the done that in Florida. Right, crocodile. They're crocodiles. Oh yeah. I don't know the difference.
2: Yeah, cro- Florida is is the alligator. Okay. And yeah. Australia so is the crocodile.
1: I've seen them, yeah. but I'm I'm more kangaroo koala on this yeah. trip. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Did you guys ever tour in Australia?
2: We didn't actually. The one time we were scheduled to go to Australia on a sad note, that was like the weekend of nine eleven, oh. which obviously dates me back way back then. Wow. But that was the one that we were scheduled to go to Australia that weekend, and we we didn't because of all of the nonsense with the yeah. planes and stuff. But yeah we never made our way back and obviously we we missed out on a whole market there um but you know i would love to go actually
1: yeah it's been top of my bucket list for i don't even know how many years now and especially new zealand i think even more so than australia but now being on a show that i found out is so popular out there like literally every night at sir no joke any night of the week any day out of the year there are people visiting from australia on their honeymoon on holiday birthday bachelorette whatever it is and i'm just like i've got to get out there and just see what this place is like because i've always wanted to go and just knowing that i can also like make it it a work trip yeah Yeah. you (laughs) can write it off Exactly. You'll be able
2: to get into everywhere.
1: Yeah. My business manager was like, so is any part of this trip business? I was like, yes, it is a business trip. I'm doing press. I have photo shoots. I have, I got were coming with me. Heck like,
3: yeah. <laughs> It's going to be amazing. And the zoo gave her, sent her a text message saying that they're giving her a VIP tour of the zoo and that we can hug the koala bears. I feel so cool. It's going to
1: be amazing. I don't know what I did to I'm deserve this jelly. trip. I don't but, know. I'm but, super hey, jelly. If you want to hop on a red eye with us tomorrow night. I yeah. wish I could.
2: I wish I could. We have so much stuff going on. Yeah, here. obviously we're gonna get into a lot. We're of gonna that
1: get stuff. into yeah. a lot of that. So, okay, going back to this date we had. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember what we did?
2: Uh, well, I remember. I remember <laughs> where you were living. You were living up by Runyon Canyon yes. at that time, right? Uh huh. Um, Does that um, mean
1: you went back there?
2: We did, but <laughs> I could keep the suspense going, but just clear it up. It was a very um, respectful, you know. Yes. Date. She just
1: blushing. <laughs>
2: Uh, That's great. We uh I dropped her off, you know, outside of her place. I didn't go in.
1: No, I, you didn't, didn't. okay. I just no, her. I had been to your place before, but it was like an after party. I remember right. there was like a music studio set up. That
2: was right around the corner. That's yes. right here, yeah. Cool. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like my younger party days. Yeah. Not so much
1: but um, I think it was. Did we go to the Grove? Because we saw a movie.
2: I believe. I believe we went to the Grove. Yes. You
1: don't remember what movie?
2: Uh no, there's no. It, was,
3: Trans, it was
1: Transformers. <laughs> oh wow! Yes.
2: Oh. Because a it was Bay special.
1: Yeah, I had never seen. I don't know. Maybe it was the first one because that's I think it was. how long ago this was. Yeah. But anytime another Transformer movie comes out, I always think back to that date because That's I'm like, hilarious. that. Like I, it's not, I mean, I enjoy any movie I go to see. Like, I just love movies, but I wouldn't, if there's, you know, a rom-com, a scary movie and Transformers out, I'm probably not going to pick Transformers as the first one. No. But if I'm hanging out with the guy who wants to go see one of those like boy <laughs> movies with hot Megan Fox, you'll do it for the guy. <laughs> sure. So I was like, oh my God, that looks so good. Like, let's totally do she it. She was
2: so into it.
3: I love it. That's sounds like every teenage girl's dream. Yeah. Boy band, The Grove, <laughs> a movie.
2: Yeah. It was actually one of my to be honest, one of my first like proper dates. Here yeah, here in, in LA. I don't so, think I've even been on like so many of those proper dates, but that was like one of and my the And that
1: was like okay, Eric, that was like a decade ago. We're I gonna know, Okay, I know. then we're gonna have to redo this.
2: I know, let's do it. Let's go, let's go catch a flick. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. So I mean, down. Isn't there totally. a new
1: Transformers movie coming out?
2: <laughs> um, well there was
1: Bumblebee. Was Bumblebee oh, I which okay. I yeah, I just saw. How but that technically f- wasn't a Transformers movie. It was like its own like It was entity or whatever. Did you like it? I did. You did, right? See, I liked it. I went with a group. It was um, a couple guy friends, a couple girlfriends, mm-hmm. and all of us girls loved, loved it. <laughs> But the guys were like, that was so cheesy. And it was, I'm like, okay, look, it was very cheesy. Yes. I'm obsessed with the eighties. Yes. I loved all of those. I loved loved all all of that. The setting, the music, the soundtrack, like all of that was amazing at the end of it. And not like we're giving anything away, but like at the end, it's like, you can't even hold his hand, like kiss him. Like, come on. It was so PG. that It was a little annoying. I
2: I think, I think that's sort of like where we're at now too. I think all that, you know, um, just sort of on the nose expecting for this to happen the guy meets the girl yeah. the girl falls for the guy i think we're in a different world now especially with like content and media like it's really about like i can be like like you i can be friends with a guy even sleep in the same bed with the guy and not hook up with that guy you know and be cool was, how was that experience tell me oh i mean God. we obviously we're like now you're a reality show you know vet um just like i guess i couldn't be considered that yeah um how does it feel to like um work you work there
1: Yes. And I mean can, not nearly as much as we used to because it's impossible, but yes.
2: But you work there and then now you're also this star. How's that how is the dicot, like that dichotomy now, like working in a restaurant and then being a reality star from that restaurant? I've so
1: we've kind of had to alter our shifts in a way that it's more of an appearance. And less of mm. uh, picking up tables type gotcha. of shift, yeah, yeah. Because Sir is a place who pulls tips, yeah. And it was becoming unfair when. Those of us who are on the show are getting pulled this way and that to have a conversation, to take photos, to sign a menu. Like, people still ask for autographs in 2019. It is bizarre to me. I'm like, you don't want a selfie? You want want my autograph? What are you going to do with that? You're not going to get any likes with that. Exactly.
2: (laughs) That's what we we do at our shows, too. There's no more signings. Like, it's only a selfie. Yeah.
1: It's like, selfie is the new autograph. It absolutely is. So, it was becoming very unfair to the people who are, you know, covering my tables while I'm taking photos and they're, you know, refilling their drinks when that's something I should be doing and then I'm getting the same amount of tips. Mm. So we all got together with our bosses and everyone and we're just like, okay, like, we're not too good to work at the restaurant by any means. Like, I will, I mean, I don't want to wait tables till the day Mm -hmm. I die, but I'm never going to be above doing that type of work. And I enjoy being at sir. I'm actually going to sir tonight for dinner. Like, Mm. I, you can come with us if you want. Oh, for that. um, But I love going there and meeting fans because like I said, they travel from across the entire world from Australia. Yeah. Every single night, I guarantee we go to certain night, there will be at least one if not ten Aussies we meet mm. because they just love the show. And so it's like to be able to go in and like <laughs> make someone's trip which is crazy to me i had one person the other night or not the other night but i was telling the story the other night and they told me which i still to this day do not believe they're like we've met kobe bryant and this is cooler and i was like okay <laughs> i don't believe you for a second but he was like no like you don't understand like we watch we feel like we know you like we met kobe but like this is cooler and i'm like Okay, maybe you do mean that, but I've had people say things like that sure. to me before. Even like gifting suites I've gone to where they're a list celebrities who are like uh, Oscar award winning actors, and they're like, "Oh my God!" Like Sheena from Vanderpump Rules. I'm like, "What? Yeah, I'm not that cool." But people just like that's what they, happens. With they reality relate TV. with our show. You guys so are the much. modern day
3: friends or Cheers. I think people love sure. it and get to see it. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's all like you know this bar, you know like you know cafe based friend group
2: and wait i think that's like the
1: best comparison anyone has ever made we're the reality version of cheers yeah friends yeah
2: that's really good that's so good people
1: do freak (laughs) out
3: i will say i thought the woman in denver might kidnap you my god i've never seen somebody assault her you have definitely (laughs)
1: experienced stuff like this so we're at do you know who bryce vine is yes okay so he's a very good friend of mine okay so i have you seen almost famous Yes. I am his number one Band-Aid.
2: Got it. Not
1: I'm not a groupie because I'm not sleeping with him. Right. I'm a Band-Aid. We're the, homies. Right. I have been to four different cities across the country to see his shows. Like, Sweet. it's so much fun. So we were in Denver for one of his shows, which I know you have experienced those type of fans who are Grabbing impressive. you. And... But mm-hmm. it, this is his show. It's not mine. And we're, like, in the audience. And this girl, like, literally, she was like, I don't even know if she was five foot Itty bitty. She yanked Sheena
3: <laughs> down to her level, and literally, she had she was squeezing her in her arms and hands so tight. I was like, "Do I intervene here? <laughs> like, what happens?" But she was so excited to see Sheena. She. I was like, do you want me to take a picture? She's like, no, I can do it myself. I was like, okay, Ooh. so you're like She was like protective. Yeah. It was uh it was a little much, but yeah. that's what
2: happens with reality <laughs> TV. I think, you know, it's like your your real personality comes out. People start to attach themselves yeah. to that and and they see a little bit of themselves in that. People think they know they you. They, know they
3: really do. What's the most aggressive thing a fan has ever done to you?
2: Oh, man. <laughs> um, well, I, I've had some I've had some Pretty scary moments. Um, I've had some stalkers. I've had some. Oh, wow. I've had some. um, I think that's just that to me, that's it. Like that's. Even
3: pre-social media days, stalker.
2: Pre-social media days, post-social media days. Um, (laughs) That's a
1: real stalker. If they're just like following your like (laughs) geotag. Right. If you have to actually Google shit to find someone. That's a lot.
2: Yeah. No, that's it's gotten pretty intense. Um, But for the most part, you know, um, I, I just get surprised when they show up to the show. Honestly, like we've been doing this yeah. for so long. Um, yeah. You know, the fact that, you know, we got back together in 2014 um, to do a reunion tour in Europe. Um, and then when the United States got a hold of that information.
3: Got a little jealous. Yeah. I think they got jealous.
2: <laughs> and it, it kind of took off here. And, and that was. Five years ago, actually, we've been in the band now longer than the first incarnation. Wow, I of didn't it. realize
1: that. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, um, you guys were
1: only together what three years the first time?
2: Three and a half years yeah. or so. I mean, if you count like the end of '99 into like in the 2004 ish, wow. you know. Um, but now, you know, the fact that we're still doing it and people show up to our VIPs and I mean, it's become quite a quite a different um, uh, event. You know, our shows are you know just full of fully immersive and and i know a lot of my fans now on like a first name basis which that was never the case before right um so there's been some crazy moments with fans but overall like it's just it's just like uh it's just super cool to be able to like see a person face to face and i've had you know we have these immersive experiences and Sometimes the girls get a little drunk <laughs> and they uh, and then they'll start to get like emotional and they'll start to like, you know, and then he left me and, like, I don't know what to do. and they start like confiding in me and, 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 you know, I don't know. I just, I, I love people. I love yeah. getting to know people. Um, as I've gotten older, I think I've, uh, the social media game has changed that sort of interaction totally. and, um, you know, there's been some, you know, there's been some intense moments, but overall I think they're. They're just grateful to be able to a chance to get to say all the things that they've been wanting to say yeah. to you. And I'm just open to listen.
3: And I'm sure a lot of your fans, were, like me, were younger when you guys first came out and were like the screaming teeny bopper girls and now are like old enough to come to your things and drink and then feel ballsy right? enough to tell you all the stuff they wanted to tell you when they were 13. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: no, it's it's really cool. I mean, and that that's another thing that like, you just hit the nail on the head. We didn't connect with our fans before as much. I mean, primarily because of social media, but they were fifteen, yeah. You know, yeah. and I was twenty, twenty-one. Right. You know, I just couldn't. You know. Yeah. Um, but now, good. <laughs> Not all artists follow that. Well. Clearly. Yes. Yeah. yes. I'm not from Chicago. <laughs> um, uh, but no, no, oh, shout out to Chicago. I love my people Chicago. Yeah. Um, it's
1: not people who go fund me for bail yeah. money <laughs> for...
2: um, But yeah, I, I, it's been really, it's been an awesome experience to be able to do the, get in, with the guys again, do music. Um, you know, We weren't supposed to be doing it this long. It was supposed to only be that reunion tour for the summer. Yeah. And then we did an album and then um, after that, we decided, okay, if we're going to do another album, we're going to uh, we're going to let the fans decide if they want it, and so we we opted on doing a Kickstarter campaign, and so we set the bar, we set the you know the goal at a certain dollar amount, and we you know the way Kickstarter works is if you don't hit your dollar you amount, don't you don't get it. Mm-hmm. So we set it at a, at a mark where we felt like, well, if we don't get it, you know. We can always throw in the rest of the money, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, and then we can make the album. Right. Um, we hit our mark. I- <laughs> we actually hit our mark in. We're just talking
3: about whether we should call him. I didn't mean to
2: distract. Him. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> well, I'll segue into it. Um, so we hit our mark actually in four hours. Or no sorry 'm sorry, seven hours we had Whoa, our
1: goal. wow,
2: was, which was pretty intense we didn 't expect it like I said like i don 't expect people like to care, but they do, and um, they' and they 're super supportive, and so the rest of the month, we just started to create what what we call stretch goals, and uh, we doubled that money by the end of the month and ended up actually having way more than we thought to like make the album that 's mm. awesome and that 's what 's coming out now that 's what 's coming out you know coming up in here, and I think may I believe is going to be the drop drop month for it. And obviously Hello World, which is the song yes. that David Colton is like the yes. first it wasn't expected to be, but it's sort of like the teaser single for yeah for it and, uh, It's
1: catchy. It was stuck in my head for a couple hours while watching Making the Band last yes. night. But then um, All for Love was in my head. Oh, gosh. Then I was like Liquid Dreams. and it was All for no- all, <laughs> all or Nothing. <laughs> yeah. And last night we were leaving Disneyland, and we just had like a whole like boy band like jam uh, sesh in the car nice. on the way back. Nice. But we started with O Town. Oh, that's good. And, that's um, good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hello World is is a song that. Um, a buddy of mine uh buddy of mine, my bandmate. <laughs> my bandmate Jacob uh wrote and um I know I, and I think we're gonna try and get him on the Yeah, on the phone. I wanna
1: play a clip of the show and then if we can or the clip of the song and then if we can get him on the phone because he couldn't be here today, that would be awesome.
2: So the song itself was um a song that Colton Okay, so let me give you the backstory. Um Jacob is in Underwood as much as well as Colton. Yeah, that's okay, that I
1: wanted to ask that when we got him on the phone. Okay, like, I'll, leave, so, that I'll okay. leave that for him. I'll leave that for
2: him. Yes. So people thought like oh you guys should meet and they connected the two um they hit it off and it turns out Colton secretly in like a very like <laughs> secret way always wanted to be in O-Town. That That's does
1: amazing. not surprise me at all. And
2: and so uh he decided to um he, he you know he said hey listen I I got this uh I got this really cool charity that I work for for cystic fibrosis, yeah. and I would love to do a song, and maybe we can have some of the proceeds go to my charitable fund. Mm-hmm. For us, you know, at this stage in our career, it's less about "Hey, look at me," the ego talking. It's really more about like how can we use our talents to better the world, right? You know, um, and and so we've been trying to align ourselves with a, a charity for quite some time, and this just made a lot of sense. Um, Jacob had been working on this song for about two years. Wow. He had oh the, my god. He had the hook. He just couldn't nail the verses down. Uh huh. Um, and he had the hook and he had the track. And I actually took a stab at the verses. And yeah, I don't know why he didn't like my verses. <laughs> now that I come to think about it. But um, he it took a while for him to actually just finish the song. And I think this sort of kind of took him over the edge once he knew that this was going to be a part of the charity. Yeah. And he completed the song. Do we have him? We do. Oh. Yo.
1: Hey, how are you?
2: I'm great, man. How
1: you guys doing? Good. We wish you were here today. We're going to have to get you in the studio when you're back in town.
4: I know. I know. I'm sorry. I have a little daughter and a lot going on. So it's like, oh, please let me call it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. Appreciate it.
4: Yeah.
2: Jacob has a newborn.
1: Aw. Congrats.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Full time.
1: Okay, so I have to know, how did the Underwood connection happen between you and Colton? Because the first thing I was like, are they, like, related? Or was it just, like, social media? People were like, oh, my God, you guys have the same last name, and you're both white? Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, we
4: met organically. Like, we met, like, most people. We actually were at a charity event in San Diego. He was playing for the Chargers at the time. Shout out to the Chargers. uh, yeah, so I went down and, like, I, I see the guy with the Underwood shirt. I'm like, oh, I don't I, I want to take a picture. And they told him the same thing. They're like, we got to take one because we had matching, you know, last names on our jerseys. So we took this picture, and that was probably about six years ago. We did, like, you know, we're social media friends. I love the Chargers. Root for you. He got traded to the Raiders so then we were enemies. And then, <laughs> lo and behold, Oof. he circled back around into his bachelor life. But the whole time, his main focus was his charity and has been. Yeah. Um. So he knew me from years back now, probably six years ago, and, and the O-Town Connection, he's like, I, I've been wanting to do a song for the charity, and what would you think about writing it? And, and you know, that's when I had this this song, Hello World, the idea was mulling around the chorus for a while, just didn't have the right directions for the for the verses. So when we sat down and, and talked about his charity and kind of got the whole rundown of what he's up against, what these kids deal with, then the idea for the verses just kind of, started
1: flowing it was very easy after that nice yeah i was saying it's such a catchy song it literally was stuck in my head last night as i fell down a rabbit hole watching the first season of making the band (laughs) i love that thank you yeah but no that's so awesome um i can't wait to see you guys do this song live i think Mm -hmm. was it like a year or two ago y'all performed somewhere in like west hollywood
2: yeah, we actually had two shows here uh, so far. Yeah, yeah. okay, and uh, we we performed at the Troubadour just last year. It
1: yeah. wasn't the Troubadour; it was somewhere else. It was like a small oh, like- El Rey.
2: The El Rey, yeah.
1: Okay, something like that, that mm-hmm. like a few of my cast members were at, but I know for sure it wasn't the troubadour. And they were like, Yeah, like O Town performed. I'm like, What? <laughs> I didn't know there was like a pop up O Town show tonight. A pop-up O-Town and show. I missed it. But yeah. so now I'm so excited that like you guys have tour dates. I see mm-hmm. April, you're in Southern California, a few different dates. Mm hmm. So I'm definitely going to have to come. I think we got
2: to get Sheena uh, and Backstage. her girls a uh, VIP Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, you got to you got to see the experience. It's pretty
4: fun. <clears throat> we don't okay. come to the West Coast, most of our family's
1: from here. Yeah, right. I I even remember that when I was watching the show last night, I was like, "Oh yeah, a lot of you are From, like, I mean, I grew up very close to where Trevor's from. He's from, like, the 909. I was more 66. But, like, 20 minutes from Rancho. Yeah. And I was like, that's right. (laughs) Like, you guys, a lot of you are SoCal. Not you. Yeah. Family's still
4: out there. All my family's still in San Diego. So we're playing a show on my birthday in San Diego. I've never gotten to do that.
1: How fun. uh, Wait, when is that?
4: We love that place. Uh, On April 25th.
1: April twenty fifth. If I am in yeah. this country, I am in San Diego.
4: Come on down. It's gonna be a fun one. Amazing. And we've got uh, a beach and a Pasadena. So. Uh, flirting around the L.A. area, which we do every year.
1: And yeah, I, I grew up like just outside of Pasadena, so I saw that too, and I was like, okay, I'm definitely oh. coming to. There are a few options, so I'm yeah. definitely coming to one of them in April. Gotta make. Not it. gonna miss this. I'll be there too. Yes, <laughs> I'm inviting myself.
2: Yeah, she is quite a little <laughs> musician herself, Jake. I don't know if you know that. No, no. no I love it. I yeah. do
1: have a new single out right now. It's called <laughs> Better Without Call You. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get the plug. Uh, No, I'm a performer. I'm not a singer. I will never call myself a singer. Can I entertain a crowd? Hell yeah. But can I carry a tune after a weekend in Vegas? No way. (laughs) After
4: a weekend in Vegas? Yeah,
1: no. I'm still recovering from Park City Sundance like five (laughs) weeks ago. But...
4: Oh, man. Yeah, that sounds fun. I've actually been able to go up there for one of those. Um, I'm not really good with the cold, so it was tough for me. But well, yeah, especially
1: being from Southern California, it's like okay, maybe you go to like Arrowhead or Big Bear for like two days, but it's like
2: oh yeah, and we then grew then up, right up in sunshine.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we actually have a show on Big Bear coming up here. I know,
1: I saw that too. Struck a nerve. I'll tell you why later. <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I mean, dude, we've been going up there since we were in high school. That was where we went to go snowboarding. Yeah, and, uh, packed in the Big Bear like lake cabin. And- Yep, I have a lot of memories. Up my there, so family had playing, a
1: cabin so up there. Playing. Yeah, I've been going there my whole life. So, I probably am not going to go to the Big Bear show, but I'm going to go to Pasadena or San Diego. Yeah,
4: she's right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> how
3: are your shows different now than they were in the early 2000s? I mean, other than the fans, Did, how do, do you, you guys perform differently?
2: Oh, well, Do
1: y'all still dance.
2: Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Love, oh, that. Yeah. Oh,
1: Love yeah. that. Backstreet Boys has like 32 backup dancers now. What they're all like in their mid 40s or. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think I think the one thing I think surprises folks is how much energy our show really has. Still, awesome. Um, we're you know it's not easy on the body. I could tell you that um, as, <laughs> as we get older, but we're jumping around, and we're having a ball, and it's trust. I actually tell Jake, I'm like Jake, I think we need to bring more ballads back into the show because we're just constantly yeah, like just jumping around.
4: Constant argument. Yeah,
2: <laughs> um, but but it's a lot of fun. I, I think mostly it's just more immersive and. Um, like we sing the hits, like we sing our, our, our like go-tos, right? Uh, Sheena already mentioned them, but we sing a lot of new songs, you know? And I think people start to get really sort of surprised at like our new stuff, you know, like some people don't even know that we're back together, yeah. let alone like having new records and new songs. So, yeah. um, it's weird, like four years into it now, like people are starting to realize like, oh wow, they're back together still. And, um, I think that's the biggest change, right, Jake? Well, would you agree? With oh,
4: boy? yeah, I, I do. It's, what's crazy is some of the, the hardcore fans that have been with us for the last four years know all the words to all the new stuff, which makes us feel good because now our show is a lot more fun to and diverse to have the new music in there and have people enjoy it, like it, you know, the same way they do with We Fit Together and Liquid Dreams. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's, it's refreshing for us to get out there. And it's funny because everybody goes, man, I had no idea your show had that much energy. And each time that is the argument because they're like, okay, we're almost 40, maybe we should slow it down and do some ballads. And then people come out back after the show and they're like, that was amazing, your is incredible. And I look at them like, see? We can't run more. <laughs>
1: hey, J-Lo's <laughs> like 50 and she's still killing
2: it. Oh, so true, age true. ain't yeah. nothing
1: but a number. True. Unless, BX, shout out to yeah. Puerto
2: Rican, shout out, shout out to BX.
1: Right? Okay, well I want to play everyone um, a clip from y'all's new song with Colton, The Bachelor. Hello world. And, and, yeah. and uh, Jacob, I will see you at your show soon.
4: Oh, I can't wait. Congrats on the new baby. Thank you so much. She might be there, too. You yes. You guys.
1: Can't wait. I am a warrior.
0: I am unbroken. Another day older. And the battle is
2: spoken. Yeah. I've been fighting all my life and I... Love it. Oh don't don't fade out on the, the buttons. <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs>
1: no, I love it. It's catchy and it's oh, like God. the the dance vibes, it's very like today.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm I don't know if Jacob's not on the line anymore, right? Yeah, no. well yeah. You know, we had a lot of uh, people come to us, the last record, and they're like, you guys don't have any, like, uplifting songs, like, a lot of breakup songs, and and this one is really special because it has, like, it's, there's, like, a lot of hope in it. Yeah. You know, and I, like I said, like, as we get older and we're leaving a legacy for, I mean, I don't have any children, but Jacob and Dan do. Just having something that has hope and has, like, and is happy, you know, mm-hmm. it, to us is, like, just really nice. It's a nice change of pace, you know. Our biggest song is a breakup song. You know. Yeah. So and and people want us to sing at their wedding and it's like, guy, no. (laughs) You don't want us to sing All or Nothing at your (laughs) wedding. No. 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 But yeah, it's really cool to have that and have the dance vibes and um, the the beautiful thing about this album, um, probably more so than anything else, is every song on this record is written by one of us. Um, There's not one song that was given to us by someone. That's
3: awesome. That's unheard of nowadays. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It is. I mean, it took us two years to make it because we were touring while we were trying to make the record. But I feel like now with it being completed and the diverse sounds that it has with the – you know we brought back a lot of ballads and we brought back some up tempos. I even threw in like a two-step John in there that I wrote. Um, It just has like this really complete vibe, complete album feel to it, which – you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a stickler for quality. You know, and that's why we didn't land on anything for a while. And the guys are too. Um, so once it was completed, we kind of knew it was. We were like, all right, that was the last one. All right, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Like now, let's do this. You know, it's a, it's a nice feeling to sort of move forward with that feeling. You know.
1: Of that. Well, I love it and I can't wait to see you guys perform. I had never like been to a boy band concert like back in the day, like in high school and stuff. Like I went to Britney Spears concerts, but couldn't really afford any more than a Britney Spears concert. <laughs> so it was like pick and choose what show you want to see this year. And it was always Britney Spears, sorry. But you guys did open for her. We did, yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. That was one of the best experiences of my yeah. career, actually. Yeah. yeah
3: what was Britney like on tour?
2: Um Britney was well Britney's great. She's she's gracious um at that time you know that was the overprotected record
1: it was like 2001 yeah Yeah. and she
2: was like at that time super like (laughs) overprotected oh yeah like uh, whenever whenever she would have to like come down the hallway it was like everyone out oh wow yeah you know i mean they do that for like everybody but she was like like, also
1: i don't even think she was 21 yet
2: i don't think so either Uh, yeah i don't think so either but she's obviously she's just she's just such a worker you know i if, you can say what you will about her you know her singing abilities or whatever but her her work she's ethic. she's amazing yeah
3: just, i stand <laughs> her I know. you're not going to hear anything negative about Brittany over here nah, yeah, nothing no. negative i have a of
2: respect for brittany and it was just an incredible moment like our song was number 1 at the time and so we had the b stage and we were in this in the round and it was like the first time we had been in an arena setting and because our our record was number 1 it was like actually like a packed house you know so it was our brief. I mean, we've done arena shows since then, but that was like our first, you know, entree into that. You know,
1: see now so. I'm wondering. I mean, I my my weed smoking over the last ten years has just burned <laughs> brain cells. But I'm like, wait, did I see y'all open for her? Because I definitely went to like every tour back then.
2: Yeah, I mean, we opened for her in Vegas, and I think we did. Some I of the saw. West Coast. Were you at the
1: MGM Grand?
2: I think we were yeah. okay
1: because I was at that show, yeah. and I remember at the time I had blonde hair and I totally like dressed like her. And when we were walking in, I used to people would tell me all the time that I looked like her. I and like that, yeah. at that show, like people were coming up and like thinking I was, her. I was like, this is so cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. But
1: um, yeah. So I was at the MGM show. Um,
2: that tour. That's actually like an infamous tour obviously that's like yeah. I think, like the time where like wade and all that stuff was going mm-hmm. down and, Ooh, yeah you know, i a river i actually met <sighs> just that's when i actually met justin i met justin on that tour mm-hmm. um during the, the backstage and she had like a personal masseuse like on you know goals that yeah. father that father that came with us on tour oh and my god we actually got that's to use him during that time that's which was amazing. which was awesome I was yeah so m- most of the time more than anyone else, I'd be the one, like, waiting on, like, first to go when Britney was done. <laughs> so she would walk out and, you know, i just go in and yeah. get my work done.
3: How That's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To tour with Britney Spears in that time is just right? so iconic.
2: It's it's sort of crazy. You know, you guys, you know, you're on a reality show. So yeah. for us, um, we were sort of just picked out of our, our normal lives and then all of a sudden we were on a TV show and... We were known before we even signed, Mm -hmm. and then we got signed to Clive Davis, which was like, oh, by the way, they're like legit, you know. Um, So just having that, like, it was just such a whirlwind of stuff happening at the time. It's it's sort of surreal to even look back now, having been displaced from for so long, Mm -hmm. to think like, wow, that's how that's how it went down. Yeah, Yeah, that was pretty cool.
1: And
3: back in those days, Lou Perlman was like the person he was managing you guys right and running Mm -hmm. everything obviously since then so much negative stuff i mean he passed away like in what 2016 i think yeah yeah. but so much you know negative stuff about how he was taking advantage of a lot of the bands he was managing came Mm. out do you have any stories or experience about working with him or was your experience what everybody else came out later and said
2: um i can say this that when he passed away there's no doubt there was like this juxtaposition of feelings where you know you know he i think he was over ambitious and sometimes i felt like his i felt like his over ambition sort of forced him into situations that he didn't even know he was gonna he was capable of doing you know i I can't speak for him obviously the Mm -hmm. man has passed but for all of us you know i'm really close friends with all the guys in the band in the boy bands now me and alex aj from backstreet boys and and joey from nsync and we were actually on tour with 98 degrees during Mm -hmm when we found out that Lou had passed and we were all FaceTiming each other and we all had the same feeling it was like this you know he gave us such an enormous opportunity Mm -hmm. that our lives would never be the same right but there's this this sort of checkered path this checkered side of it that's like we can't necessarily excuse.
1: Yeah.
2: And there was like an anniversary that just happened. We were, you know, okay, so we're doing a Pop 2000 tour now.
1: Yeah, I want to get into that. Yes. So Lance Bass is hosting that. Does he mean, like, does that mean like he's like announcing y'all? Yes. Okay.
2: Yes, he's the MC.
1: Yes.
2: Yes. and so, Lance. And so, you know, we're out on, you know, we're in Nashville and Chris Kirkpatrick is there too and he can't, because Chris lives in Nashville now. And he came out and-
1: We should have hit him up last week. <laughs> we,
2: we do. Uh, oh, you're in Nashville? Yeah. Um. So was I. Um so we uh so we ended up having him come out. We do this like this, this sort of impromptu surprise uh-huh. you know in sync cover section and then Lance comes out at the end and performs with us. Sick. So Wait, you
1: didn't do that last week, did you? We did. What? What day? You missed it. And what bar? You missed it. What day?
2: Um, it was like on a Saturday.
1: You didn't do it this past Saturday. No way.
2: Um, no, we a week gone. from last a week Okay.
1: From last. <laughs> I was going to say if that happened well we did get an improv Oh too. Sunday, I'm
2: sorry, Sunday. It was a okay, Sunday. Okay, we
1: were, we're in gone. Denver at Bryce Fine <laughs> on Sunday. Yes but we did get an impromptu kid rock concert which was mm. completely out of left field and awesome but cool. continue
2: <laughs> so we did we did we were all backstage and chris was going prepping to get on stage with us and we did this whole thing and, and it was awesome i mean they missed their cue but whatever anyway. <laughs> what bar um it was uh oh man i'm really bad at venues i just know like cities okay um even though we did perform at the ryman which i'll never forget because Uh it's like a really famous like nashville place gotcha um but i forget i forget it wasn't a bar it was like some oh 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 i'm sorry it was uh top golf top golf
1: oh wait i saw okay when i was like insta-stalking you when i realized you weren't following me i saw a picture (laughs) like at top golf and i i love top (laughs) golf so do i i lived in vegas i went there all the time but it's awesome okay
2: so we performed there. they have a cool venue there yes the people there are great thank you everyone to top golf nashville nashville you guys were great fantastic we can't wait to come back um so we were backstage and we were talking about it and we all feel the same way about lou like it's just like yeah we wish we wish things ended up a little differently because honestly he was like the barry gordy of like the 2000s yeah Yeah. you know he kind of set off so many stars that are still mm-hmm. going you mm-hmm. know like britney went through the lou the lou camp and obviously Ins- you know justin from in mm-hmm. and and um joey fatone and you know orlando was kind of like the epicenter for all the the music that came out yeah during
1: that yeah time. good old town yeah yeah
2: no doubt <laughs> i mean even Luis Fonsi, you know from despacito uh-huh he's actually from orlando too oh, wow. like there was a lot like a lot of music came out, yeah. out of orlando back then that's still sort of out here making yeah. making noise yeah, so you know we've moved on and we're still going and we're so we're so happy that we get a chance to still do it and you know there was a lot of boy band rivalry back then.
1: Oh, yeah. totally. Okay, were you Team NSYNC or Team Backstreet? You have to pick. You can't say both. Uh, you have to pick. <laughs>
2: uh, well, oh man, I. I uh, Backstreet was first and I was living in Florida at the time. Uh-huh. So I knew very much very like I knew of Backstreet, you know. So um <laughs> I always felt that I was going like I was I was meant to be in Backstreet boys, but I miss my I missed the calling.
1: Okay. Well you're a little well I mean you and Nick are probably about the same age, but you're a little yes. younger than them.
2: I'm a little younger. Yeah, So Insync was far and but then when Insync came out, I really related to Justin. Like heavily mm-hmm. like just everything about him he had curly hair he had a very similar timber to voice he had like we've dressed the same and that was like the first time where i was like wait a second i can be me and be in a band and at that time there was nothing but like jodeci and new Ghana and boys to men it was dominated yeah. by like you know r&b and then when these guys came out i you know i you know obviously i'm puerto rican but like i felt like oh i have a shot you know, I have a shot. So I can't really pick a side because I felt like both of them had influence. And like I always say, like, there are big brothers in the business. Like, if yeah, they, if it wasn't for them, there would be no us. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yep. That's what I say about the hills. Yeah. Paved the way. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Totally. Okay, so you're you're split between. Where does ninety eight degrees fall on the spectrum? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, I can't I, I, I love ninety eight degrees. I mean I've grown I've grown really close with those guys over the this last few years, um, because we did a tour together, the yeah. My Two K tour, which was two years ago. And that re- that's what's set up for the Kickstarter campaign. So, you know, Uh they're they're number four on the list
1: (laughs) gotcha so did you grow up like singing and dancing because like i was watching obviously making the band season one last Mm. night but like i feel like i'm not just saying this because you're sitting here like you had like the most range and like the best voice out of all of the guys and you're a really good dancer so is that something like you had done since you were a kid or you're just naturally blessed
2: i think i have like natural hispanic rhythm I, I didn't really have like <laughs> I didn't have like a lot of dance training Yeah, um, that was probably like the the thing I had to work on the most when I got in the group um, but singing wise I had been singing in church um, from a very young age my parents um, they met in church singing with each other they were like worship leaders in church so they met doing that's that cute. and so I kind of always been around that and that's how I sort of like expanded my range and learned how to harmonize and, and do that that sort of thing, um, and then I went to school. I was in choir and in, in, in high school and ensemble. And I say it all the time: like I was a mess in high school, uh, a mess. I was t- so lost, and music actually really saved my life during that time period. And I, I got me a full vocal scholarship to college. And amazing! It was right after that that I ended up uh, getting into the group. So, voice-wise, I was prepared. Yeah. Um, dance-wise, not so much. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I had so much fun watching that last night. It was such a throwback. That's and awesome. like I, cuz I remembered so much. Like I remember like Ikaika's brother like taking him back and then him coming back and you guys were like we're not going to be in the band if he's in the band and I was like I remember all of this but it was like almost 20 years ago. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I want to it again. I need to. See, I feel like when you look at us, I'm like, we're still so young. But then when you think mm-hmm. about it, I'm like, Jesus, we're old. Uh huh. No, <laughs> like, that was great. so long ago. You look, you look very young. You look great. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, we're going to get a drink after this. <laughs> um, so I know we had some fan questions come yes. in. Um, um, but one thing I did want to ask you too, because I mean, when I met you obviously it was in between the band breaking up and getting back together,
2: mm-hmm.
1: did you just work on music the whole time in mm-hmm. between?
2: Absolutely not.
1: So what else were you doing in between getting back together and breaking up?
2: I, I actually had to go down. I like to check myself sometimes, Uh huh. you know, um, 2007 to 2011. Were the dark years. Hmm.
1: That's when I met you.
2: Very dark. <laughs> Very dark. i um, just trying to find myself. Yeah. Um, figuring things out. I had come here to be an actor. I had an agent. I had a manager. Like I was testing all over the city, meeting casting directors from everywhere. Um, got a lot of close calls. A lot of no's. At the end of the day, and it really, it really messed with my, uh, with my self esteem. And this, the city will do that to you. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was never—I'd never been in LA for you know living and working and stuff. And, and so when I came here, I was trying to act. And then eventually, I said, "Okay, I can't—I can't do this anymore. I'm going to go back to wh- you know what I do, which is music. And I started songwriting. I started songwriting heavily, and I started you know trying to put myself in rooms with people who were better than me. And
0: mm-hmm. that's what
2: I did. But that couldn't pay the bills. You know, it just wasn't paying the bills. So I um, eventually had to eat some humble pie, and I decided to. I knew that I, I had a very limit. I had a very limited skill set. I was a musician, but I had spent so much time on reality TV and, produ- and, and the production of that show that right, I was like, okay. And I had acted. I, yeah. was, I, had, I had done a few like independent films at that point, and I loved being on set, um, just being part of the creative process. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna go and be on set and I asked a friend of mine if she can get me a job on this reality show as like a producer on it or Mm -hmm. associate producer she's like there's no producer jobs for you even though you're fully qualified (laughs) but there's a PA job for you and I became a PA oh wow at like you know I guess I was 29 30 years old
3: yeah Yeah, it's not like you had to become a garbage man no no you were fun still and like getting to be on set and be around all the entertainment industry is still awesome one of the PAs
1: from Vanderpump Rules he was um Probably about my age, actually, when he started on the show about 33, 34. He was a PA the first couple of seasons on the show, then ended up bartending at Sir, working his way up. And he's now the general manager of Pump and runs like all of Lisa's shit.
2: Excellent. So Love it's that. like, yeah. Love that. Yeah. I went from a PA to keyset PA to assistant to assistant director to assistant director to field coordinator, and I was getting ready to move into directing, and that's really where my passion was, and, and, and that's what my day job is outside of the band. I'm now developing scripted content, and I'm in development with a couple of networks now, too, so that's been, like, my, that's, like, sort of, like, you know my day job thing that's
1: amazing but it's like that's amazing because now you have like all of that extra experience too that you wouldn't have had so even like with music videos like in the future and stuff like you have Mm -hmm. more behind the scenes on set experience than you do just being the talent
2: absolutely i mean it's helped even with the band just like the way we sort of um we're a group we're a band but we are a company Mm -hmm. we own everything we do everything from the marketing vip uh, the art direction, um, the touring aspects—we own the Pop 2000 tour. That yeah, we with with Aaron Carter and Ryan Cabrera, like, O Town owns that. So for us, it's um, it's helped, you know, in terms of just the nuts and bolts, um, the grind, the, the daily labor between myself, Jacob, Dan, um, and Trevor. Like we were really hands on, and if it wasn't for that time that I that I went back and being PA and producing and stuff. I I wouldn't have been prepared for it.
1: Mhm. I love that. Do any of you still talk to Ashley?
2: No, no. I mean, Trevor I think does every once in a okay. while. But No, I don't. I don't yeah. Somebody
3: else asked. Uh, Rick G. Smith asked if you watched Ashley's reality show, there and back.
2: Um, I, I saw. I was actually on an episode. I mean, it's hard to say on an episode. I went to his birthday party. And, <laughs> and I, I, like, so you <laughs> saw that one. Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't. I I honestly didn't really watch the seasons, uh, the season no
3: yeah all right
1: all right um let's see we had a lot come in do you have another one yeah i was gonna say rick g smith asked you
3: guys a lot of questions so shout out rick so many um he wants to know favorite song you've recorded and if there's one that you just hate performing
2: favorite song recorded okay well well uh you know i'm partial to the songs that i write Mm -hmm. obviously wait Um,
1: which ones did you did you write any of the ones on the first album
2: I didn't write any on the first album. I wrote on the second album, Okay, none of those songs, even though the joint is like, I did write the joint and that was a pretty cool song. But um, on this last record, um, Lines and Circles, I actually wrote Lines and Circles, which is the title track for for the album. Cool, And that up until this new album was my favorite song to record and sing with the guys. Um, just because I felt like it was the first song that really spoke for us as as a group, you know, we sang so many other so much of other people's music that we didn't relate to. Yeah. Um, so doing that is just such another level of gratification as an artist. Um, so that lines and circles was that until now, and I think OTWN, which is on the way now, which is the also the title track for this new album, which is a song that I co wrote with Dan. I believe that is going to be the the new song. Okay. You know?
3: Fun. And what about the one, you is there one that you hate performing or you're like, I've done this? Liquid dreams. Okay. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I'm like, how many times do you think you've performed liquid dreams? And all or nothing?
2: Um, yeah, it's gotta be a few hundred and a thousand, maybe a thousand times. I, I, you know, to be honest with you, God bless Clive. He knows. I love him. Um, you know, he, Clive played us two songs when we walked into his office that first meeting, one was liquid dreams. And I said, no, we're not signing here. I don't want to do the song. <laughs> <laughs> and then he played all or nothing. And I was like, okay. Well, okay.
1: okay. Yeah. Um,
2: um, so Liquid Dreams is sort of like that one that just, just kind of fits in. The, and I can't say this in London because people in the U.K. absolutely love that song still.
1: People in the U.S. absolutely yeah. love that song still. Know like, you've only performed that a thousand
3: times. That's probably how many times I've listened to it. Yeah. So. It's
2: just a weird song to sing because it's like... You
1: know, yeah, there's a lot going on in it. I was actually surprised last night in our jam session that I pretty much knew almost every word to it. So I'm like, how do things stick in your head 20 years later? Like,
2: uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's about nocturnal emissions, so it's weird yeah. you know, to kind of sing about that.
1: Well, I love it.
3: I don't think I ever realized that.
2: A lot of people didn't.
3: There's a lot of pop songs like that that I had no idea were dirty until somebody told me after I've sang them thousands of times. Well,
1: and then there are so many like boy band songs that I've now related to in the last couple years of like breakups and relationship stuff, like Quit Playing Games with My Heart. When that song came Mm -hmm. out, couldn't. But like last breakup, I was like, oh my God, this song speaks to me. All or nothing in the last six months of my life, I was like, this speaks to me. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah, I hadn't actually. I'd never really experienced anything like All or Nothing when I was singing it mm-hmm. in its heyday. Like, I, hadn't, I was just yeah. singing a song. I had never broken up with someone on the telephone call and left me here with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> know, it just, it didn't happen up until yeah. that time. This guy's got a lot of questions. He had so he many, had
1: so many I but see um, I know. I'm, yeah, they're, yeah,
2: but they're we,
3: we got to get some. Oh, wait. Um, one more person okay. wanted to know, Brittany, okay. state of mind if you guys are going to tour in Oklahoma?
2: if we oh oklahoma yeah i would love to i don't know like dates are coming in so okay. now that this you know it's weird you know dates are filling up
1: okay check so, their check their website bro. yes i know <laughs> that
2: we have a lot of friends in oklahoma that would love to come see uh for us to come see them so yeah i would love to
1: or just come to Southern California in April yeah. and go to a show.
2: It's gonna be a lot of fun.
1: Yes, I'm so excited. Okay, so all info can be found on y'all's website, which is
2: otonofficial.com or otonofficial on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.
1: And you personally, now that you're following me, let's shout out your Instagram. <laughs>
2: my Instagram <laughs> is I am Eric Estrada, and maybe you can actually help me with this because I'm trying to change my handle. I'm trying to change oh. my name, and it's not letting me do it. for Okay, some
1: reason. so see this man sitting right out there? That yeah. is my publicist, Mark, and okay. one of my best friends. All right, he's got the Instagram hookup. So uh,
2: I gotta ask him. We'll, I we'll see chat him. after that, please.
1: Well, thanks for being here. This is fun. It was a lot of fun. Thank Thank gonna, to we're gonna we're gonna have to do a better version of that first date. If Absolutely. You're
2: down. I'm totally into it. All right. Of course. I'm totally
1: about this. I will follow <laughs> Sheena to all backstage shows.
2: <laughs> you just want the perks.
1: <laughs> I'll be <Yeah>. a band aid. <laughs> I mean, Lance is already my homie, so this will be so much fun. We were sitting behind Ryan Cabrera at the Laugh Factory last yeah. week. Oh, just yeah? randomly we we're like, Oh shit, that's Ryan And Cabrera. He was with another bachelor which bachelor guy was he with? He was with um Jordan yes. Kimball. Yes. Yeah random yeah these so, are my
2: guys i love these guys yeah i love them they're this so real...
1: awesome such a just like nostalgic i know. i love it this is awesome so many happy memories i'm gonna listen to all or nothing again tonight
2: <laughs> cry yourself to sleep
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i'm actually i'm i'm very good i'm in a very happy place in my life right now good, good. it was You're, just a song be. that i had like related to like same as a backstreet boys song mm-hmm. in the last like year i was like huh when i was singing this in high school i just like was singing words but i'm like they actually were writing uh-huh. about shit yep. <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah they were I love anyway that. All right. Well, um, this has been fun. Thank you. This was so fun. Uh, Shout out to Jacob who called in. You guys be sure to download their new single, Hello World, and check them out in the Pop 2000 Tour. Yes,
2: yes, yes. All proceeds go to the Legacy uh, Colton's Legacy Foundation uh, for cystic fibrosis. These kids need all the help they can get.
1: Love that. Get the song, Hello World. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans. Download new episodes every Tuesday and subscribe on the Podcast One app at podcastone.com or at Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Looking fine, and I got my girls with me. Uh-huh. With the boys at the table getting tipsy, miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm gonna make you mine. Yeah.
0: This week on Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. Join Caitlin as she covers the finale of this season of The Bachelor.
4: You want to get real for a second?
0: Let's get real. Who will win Colton's heart?
4: The, and then this is why they need to have the cameras come in the morning after the fantasy suites is for these exact moments.
0: Find out by listening to Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow every week on Podcast One.